0: You're listening to a Genuine Girl production. Enjoy the episode! Hi there, and welcome to a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. I know that being genuine in college can be difficult, so that's why each week I share some of the stories and learning experiences I've had from college to show you that you're not alone and it's okay not to have your life completely figured out. No matter who you are, where you come from, and who you want to be, I think that by being genuine, we can all make the world a better place. If you're ready to do that, you've come to the right podcast. Let's jump into this week's episode of A Genuine Girl. Hey everybody, I hope you all are doing well. I feel like it's been a while since I've gotten on and just done a very honest check-in with everybody. I think it's that time of the semester, at least at my school, we just finished up fall break. Uh, It was a weird timing, we only got a few days off, like half a week, so the... Later half of this week, I've been back at school, it's now Friday and I'm recording this and I don't have any more classes for the week, which is great, but I'm sitting here really thinking about how I'm doing and what's been going on, because to be honest with you, even with fall break, life has been pretty crazy recently, and if you're a college student, you might be able to relate, because... I think we're just at that point in the semester now where things have gotten tough and there's really no going back, or so that's what it seems like. So in today's episode, I just want to make this very chill, casual, a little bit of a check-in with all of you, and I really want to talk about something that's been on my mind lately, having to do with all of the stress and busyness of this time of year. And that is finding the time to stop and smell the roses, as someone famous once said. I don't really know who came up with that, but I think it's a cute little term, and so I'm going to use it. (laughs) But essentially, if you don't know what stop and smell the roses means, it just means stopping what you're doing in the midst of all the chaos, and finding beauty in the moment, and what's happening right now, and making the time to really focus on those things that you love and things that make you you. So, I think like I said, this subject has been a really big thing that has been on my mind lately, but especially over fall break, I think is when I really started to think about how important it was to stop and smell the roses. So, Let me take you back to what was happening in my life before fall break hit about a week ago today. Last week, I had a ton of tests going on. Actually, I've had a ton of tests going on for the past few weeks, and I don't know if you guys have ever felt this, but sometimes it just feels like there's never a break. It's like you have something for one class one week, another class another week, and in my case, I had a lot of things for a lot of classes all in the same week, all on the same days, and it quickly got overwhelming. (laughs) I will be honest, I was kind of struggling to balance everything and struggling with some time management these past few weeks, especially before fall break. I couldn't really get out and exercise as much as I wanted to. I couldn't take as much time to myself at night to read a book and just like chill before going to bed. And of course, I know what some people will say, well, if you make the time for it, you can do it. And I totally agree with that. At the same time, I just felt like I was constantly drowning at points these past few weeks because I literally had stuff due every single day, and there was no other time for me to do it except the time that I would have been working out or sleeping or doing something fun, and so I kind of just had to prioritize and say, you know, school is pretty important, and if I don't finish these assignments, well, there go my grades. <laughs> I'm just kidding, that was dramatic, but... You know, sometimes it does feel like school and your grades and GPA just consume you, and I do admit, I probably should have taken some more breaks the past few weeks to take care of myself, but in that moment, I felt like school was my number one priority, and I just really wanted to do well in all of the stuff I had going on, so... Luckily, I got past all of it. I kind of went into fall break not feeling the best because I was sleep deprived and worried that I was getting a little bit sick, which that's just the worst feeling, especially when you're traveling and you just feel like, well, I might be getting sick right now. That's that's just not fun. So definitely should have gotten some more sleep before that, but fall break was a much needed, well... Okay, I even hesitate to call it a break, because what I did for fall break isn't similar to what a lot of people did for fall break, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But what I'm trying to say is it was just a much needed change from the constant work and studying I had been putting in up until that point. It gave me a different atmosphere to be in, a different environment, different people. It was a good time just to get away from school. <laughs> and that also might sound bad, but I think it's so important to understand when you're feeling overworked and overwhelmed that it's okay to get away for a little bit. To, you know, I I went to San Francisco over fall break. Spoiler alert, but I know not everyone can just hop on a plane and leave for a weekend. So, Even if it's just taking a walk around campus, taking a drive around campus if you have a car, or just like going somewhere with friends, going out to eat, just getting away from where you usually are and where all of your stress lies can be really beneficial sometimes. So I left with a group of students about well, almost a week ago now, I guess, to go to San Francisco for fall break. And it was a really cool trip for so many reasons. Now, I have always been used to going home during breaks because I love my family, I love where I'm from, and it's just always so nice to have that to look forward to because I know when I go home, that's like an actual break. Like, I can go home, I can be away from everything, just hang out with my parents, pet my cat, you know, all the good stuff, and just chill out for a few days. So this trip, I think, really got me out of my comfort zone because if if I had gone the easy way, I'd probably have honestly just gone home and not even considered going on this trip because going on this trip required me to Kind of be on a lot. (laughs) This wasn't your typical, just like sightseeing adventure where you just kind of go and chill out. I mean, there was some of that, but it was a lot of talking and networking. This was a trip through my business school, and we actually went and toured a bunch of different companies that are headquartered in San Francisco, which was so awesome. I loved it, but. It's not really your typical definition of a break because you're always networking, you're always talking, you're always putting yourself out there and really showing the best side of yourself to everyone, and for me at least, that can get kind of exhausting pretty quickly. Being the introvert that I am, I do need my alone time, I need time to recharge and to just be with myself and my thoughts and... I didn't really feel like I got a ton of time to just be with myself and chill out on this trip, which was a challenge, but at the same time, I think it was one of the best things for me because, yeah, it forced me to get out of my comfort zone. Every day we had something going on from basically the moment we woke up until... Almost the moment we went to bed, there was always some activity, whether it was sightseeing activity or going to visit some companies. We ended up touring five different companies that are headquartered in San Francisco, which was super awesome, but it was just go, go, go. And I had no choice, and I just had to adapt and be okay with maybe not getting all of that time to recharge that I would usually like to have. And so, yes... One thing it definitely did was it really showed me the power of getting out of your comfort zone because I left there feeling like, wow, that was exhausting, but look at what I just did. That was so cool, and I would have never gotten the opportunity to see so many companies, to network with so many people, to see a brand new city, and to even make those deeper connections within my own group of business students that I know from the business school here, like, I would have never gotten any of those opportunities if I took the easy way out and just went home for fall break. I know that would have been a fun experience too, but I think this really taught me so much about myself, about, you know, everything from what I want to do with my life, which, by the way, I still don't really know, but seeing all those companies really helped me navigate that a little bit better. It taught me so much about networking, being social, talking to people, and making those connections that could ultimately help me throughout the rest of my college experience, my career, my life. I mean, it's awesome to think about all the things that trip did for me. So I think getting out of my comfort zone, again, one thing that really stuck out to me from that trip that made an impact. So if you need motivation to get out of your comfort zone, I I encourage you to do it because you never know what could come out of it and it'll only make you stronger even if it feels uncomfortable in the moment. So you probably get what I'm saying. Get out of your comfort zone. I've made podcast episodes just on this topic if you want to hear more about it. But I think what stood out to me more than anything on this San Francisco trip was the fact that throughout the stress and this feeling of discomfort that came with me putting myself out there and getting out of my comfort zone, I was actually able to live in the moment pretty well, (laughs) better than I usually can, and I think that was a big learning experience for me because I realized that even though I wasn't perfect, even though I would sometimes maybe not ask a question I should have, or not have been as vocal as I should have, or not have necessarily picked the right direction to go when crossing the street. (laughs) Trust me, there are little things like that that sometimes get get me. (laughs) But even despite that, I think I was able to pretty well just live in the moment and enjoy where I was at, even if I wasn't where I wanted to be. And it was hard for me at some points, being able to just stop and smell the roses in my current situation. It was such a cool feeling. I, I remember that On Saturday and Sunday, when we got there, those first couple days, we had a lot of time for sightseeing. We didn't actually start the company visits until Monday, and so that was really cool because there were two days where we just kind of got to go off and explore San Francisco, and there's so much to explore there. We got to go on a little catamaran around the Golden Gate Bridge, we got to go on a little food tour and try some really good authentic food. Like, I ate so much, but that's a different issue. Um, But I just remember that I was walking around the city just with a group of people, and we just had an afternoon to explore and literally do whatever we wanted. So we were just walking around, we were going to different areas around the city, and we really didn't have a clear plan. Like, I don't know, they might disagree with me, but I feel like we were kind of just going for it, going with the flow, and that is another thing I need to get a little bit better at because I love having a plan. However, in this situation, we really didn't have a plan, and so I had to be very adaptable in that moment and just be okay with not knowing what was happening. But I really think that turned out to be one of the best things because I just remember walking... Through the streets, it was so pretty. It was a gorgeous day. Uh, We could see, like, the water, the flowers. Like, I don't know. I just remember little things we saw, little shops we saw, the people we saw. I wasn't on my phone. I was just walking around, being present in the moment, really talking to the people around me, trying to get to know them, and just exploring. And I remember we were just talking about how it's so nice to just get away from everything that is left at school, everything we have. I mean, we all had a lot of homework to do. We all had a lot that we could have been stressed out about, but we were all just living in the moment and really being present in our trip instead of worrying about what we had to do or what lied ahead of us. And that was really cool. Like, this is going to sound so cheesy, but... I was noticing things like the number of clouds in the sky, the types of cars driving down the street. On Sunday, there was this big Italian heritage parade in San Francisco that really, (laughs) it was just crazy because there were so many people and we couldn't do a lot of stuff because of the parade. It had blocked off a lot of roads, a lot of places, and so we had to go around that, but it was just so cool because... We got to watch this parade in action and see all these floats coming by. We we just got to experience stuff that I've never experienced before. And being able to just go with the flow and live in the moment through all of that was really cool. And so I'd highly, highly recommend living in the moment more. It's so much easier said than done, I know. And it's something I have found myself struggling to do as I've come back. I think, especially in the school environment, it's so tempting to just like get on your phone while you're walking to class or get so occupied by the schedule you have set for yourself that you forget to kind of look at the bigger picture, look around you. It's the small things, just like looking around at the flowers or the talking to a person standing next to you, waiting for the stoplight to change, to walk across the street, I mean, the little stuff like that, I think it just, this trip really taught me that I definitely don't live in the moment enough, I don't stop to smell the roses, I I don't really enjoy myself as much as I should because I'm so stressed out or so focused, I guess, on the next thing coming or thinking about something that happened in the past that I fail to live in the present. And so, I don't know. It's a very weird feeling, and I think it's hard to fully explain how it makes you feel to stop and smell the roses until you've actually done it. But I'm just so glad that I was able to do that on that trip, because it gave me a really good basis for starting to do that more in my everyday college life. Now, I actually catch myself sometimes, you know, walking to class on my phone, I'll, I'll catch myself like, oh my gosh, what are you doing, Meredith? Like, do you really have a reason to be on your phone right now or are you just Snapchatting someone? Like, really, <laughs> can't you look around and enjoy where you are? I think it's it's just important, okay? (laughs) This conversation is just, I don't know what direction it's going in, but I hope you can see that I'm just trying to be genuine here, talk about my thoughts from this trip, and how much of an impact it had on me. I think overall, I just realized, like, life's too short to not be in the moment, and to not stop and smell the roses sometimes. I think I was able to really live in the moment during that trip because it was a much easier atmosphere to do that in. I wasn't at school where I have a lot of stresses, a lot of things going on every day that kind of prevent me from doing that. And so while I think it's definitely important in that environment, I think it's equally or even more important in our everyday life, when we're at school, at work, whatever we do every day, it's just so important to take that time, even if it's just five minutes out of your day, to stop and do something for yourself, to do something, to live in the moment, and just get away from all of that stress you have in the rest of your life. Whether it be doing something for you, like reading a book, or writing in a journal, or working out, or anything. I don't know, whatever you like to do for fun. Doing that and stopping whatever you're doing to live in the moment through that activity. Or maybe it's something as small as asking an extra question to the person you sit next to in class just to get to know them a little bit better. Or literally the easiest thing you can do is just what I ended up doing over my trip to San Francisco, literally looking around, putting your phone down, and just looking with your own two eyes at what is around you, and appreciating that, because it's pretty cool when you think about all of the awesome stuff just happening right around you, right now. So I didn't mean to get too deep there, but hopefully you can kind of see just how passionate I am about this (laughs) after this trip. I really feel like it just taught me so much, and even if it might be hard to relate to the specific circumstance, like, I totally understand not everyone is able to go to San Francisco, and I was very lucky to be able to do that, but it's not something I get to do every day. This was just a very out there kind of circumstance. Like, it was just something like a once in a, well, kind of a once in a lifetime thing, I guess. I'll never have that experience again. But you know what I mean. I think it just really taught me so much and it was a great way to spend the break even though it wasn't really a break. It Maybe come back with a refreshed mind and a refreshed perspective starting school up again and so even if you didn't go to San Francisco over your fall break even if you didn't have a fall break I hope my story and kind of what I've gotten out of it can inspire you to look at life with a new lens and look at it in the present a little more often. I don't think it would be good for any of us to look back on our college experience or look back on our life and think, wow, that went by so fast and I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what I did. I just felt like I was living day to day. I sure don't want to feel like that and I'm sure you don't either. So I'm challenging you and I'm challenging me and I'm challenging everyone to live a little more in the present moment. Stop and smell the roses in whatever way works for you. And do it every day. Do it whenever you can, because I think even though it might sound like such a small thing and something that doesn't really mean much, I think in the long run, it really will add up and mean something. And we will be so glad that we did. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of A Genuine Girl Podcast. If you liked it, I would really appreciate a rating and a review in the iTunes store or wherever else you happen to be listening to the podcast. Also, if you'd like to stay updated with new episode information and, of course, your occasional inspirational quotes, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at one genuine girl, All letters, no numbers. Alright, thanks again everyone, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.